Welcome back to another Bag Talk session where we get real intimate with that spiritual bag within. I am your host, Tara Chantel. I am so excited. I got my brother Jay Scott <laughs> in the building. Okay. How you doing? Oh, oh my, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm just so excited that you are in this session with me today. I know we're about to talk about God, but yeah. also just everything you do in filmmaking overall, from editing to dro drone operating. You yeah. operate the drone out <laughs> yeah, here. I just got one of those. So yeah. Wow. Acting. Edit. I said editing. It's mm -hmm. just like, it's so many elements. How do we begin? Where you, where you want to start from? <laughs> we can start from wherever. We start from the beginning. We can start from the middle. We can. Yeah. Tell us what inspired the journey. Um, what inspired the journey? Okay. So I started off acting. That was that was my passion. Um, and I was in undergrad um, at Central State University, and I just ran for Mr. Central State and lost to one of my uh, my good friends. But I didn't know what I wanted to do. Yeah. So it was like I was running for that because I knew a lot of people. Um, I was the person who always dressed up and looked nice, so I like had the part, <laughs> and I was very, you know, what I'm saying outspoken, like I was intelligent, so I knew, like I had the role, but it wasn't what God wanted me to do. Because mm -hmm. if I would have won, I wouldn't be where I, where I am today. Like honestly, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't have went into film um, because I was like before film. Like it wasn't wow. like since I was younger, I wanted to be a filmmaker and grew up. Like it wasn't. I love movies, but it was never anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, so I lost. And then that summer, going into my senior year, a lot of my friends, we were actors, and we were like, let's create a web series. This was 2014. Let's create a web series about life on a yard, you know, HBCU. So we wrote the whole thing, and then we were like, oh, uh, nobody has a camera to shoot this thing. <laughs> uh, we got to get somebody to shoot it. So I just bought a camera, like, off, off of Amazon. Um, and then start shooting, taught myself how to edit. Final Cut Pro, it just came out. I got the little uh, trial, the free trial for 30 days yeah. and put it on all our computers in the labs like I for the rest of the year and just like sat there and just taught myself how to edit. Um, did some music video for some friends, ended up doing a documentary for the school and they used that to like bring in like incoming freshmen from high school and stuff like that. And I sent that in to, to grad school and I got in as a, uh, as a director. Wow. So that's where everything started because I was going to go there and I was like, well, I've been to different schools. I can go there and transfer to acting and went there, was in the acting class. And the teacher was like, you're great, but what are you like? Why are you not an acting major? I was like, I'm a directing major, but I'm switching. She was like, no, stick with that. She was like, learn both sides of the camera. I'm like, mm -hmm. OK, stuck with that. And the rest is kind of history. It's up from there. Yeah. That's incredible. Just the journey, how the segue into God and how you listen and being obedient so how do you handle losses and rejection like that because when you thought that was your route to go how do you take rejection especially acting because you know yeah. just with the roles and handling that process um well at that at that point in time i didn't really know how to take loss and rejection mm. so my mom came and, and brought me food and, and gave me a kiss and so I didn't really <laughs> talk and stuff. Um, <laughs> but like I, i've learned that everything happens for a reason mm. um and at the at the time or at that like point in time it hurts and you kind of got to go through it you want to bottle it up um but after a while i just kind of realized that you got to tell yourself that everything happens for a reason and that if I lose, if I lost this or this didn't happen or this door didn't open, then it's something bigger. Like I had something bigger and better. Mm. So you just got to like trust the process and trust where you want. Wow. We were just talking about trusting the process, especially when other people don't see your vision though. Exactly. When yeah. you being a visionary leader, how you saw the vision that God has placed in you and when you come around that, especially with the lack of support, how do you handle that as well? Like, what encouraging words do you tell yourself to just keep going even when you don't see the harvest just yet? Um, hmm, that's deep. Oh yeah, uh, we taking it there, we getting real. No, because I'm just thinking about like what, like what do I, I mean, I tell myself a lot of stuff to keep going and just like, keep pushing sometimes I cry sometimes I do some other yeah. stuff to take my mind off things sometimes I just kind of like got to sit there and and really think about okay what did I do and how can I make things better how can I grow from this what am I trying to or what is God trying to teach me from the situation um yeah and then 
Yeah, just. I love that you just let it out. I'm the same way. Oh, yeah. I'm the same to. way. I'm, I'm very emotional. I'm, I'm, I'm. If you, like the people that really know me, like, I'm very, yeah. I'm very emotional. Um, and because I was, I was raised by a single mother, um, and I'm just, I'm just very emotional in, yeah. in a different way. So I feel I'm an empath. I feel you. Know what I'm saying I, I feel a lot of things. Yeah. Um. And that's that's great with acting because you can bring that out. Oh but yeah! It's just like just in general. Like sometimes I'll be listening to music and I'll just start. You know, saying crying. I'm like, why am I? I'm about to go in it like to a meeting. They don't think I'm like I just smoked before I came here. Why the eyes red? I can't be like I was crying in the car. Right. I heard a song that reminded me of like two years ago when I like. It just be hitting you like that. And but what do you think about the stigma about how black men are not supposed to cry? That's. That's a horrible message that we are sending to uh, young men in this area because they think they have to be so hard. And a lot of times people, and that's why people smoke weed, that's why people like drink and do all types of other stuff because they have so much bottle in and like that's their escape and that's the way that they have to process or let stuff out because if they don't, they don't know any other way. So mm. if they don't, then they might it might lead to violence. I'm going to because nobody really taught them, like, you can cry, my nigga. Like, yeah. it's, it's okay. It's okay to let that out and cry. Like, yeah. But at the same time, if they weren't raised that way, if they're around people who, so-called friends or their boys or they niggas or whatever like that, who I wouldn't say appreciate it, but don't understand it or mm. don't do it themselves. So if they do cry, then niggas, they're like, why, nigga, why are you crying? Or they start laughing at them, then it's like, I'm not about to do that in front of my boy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but if, if they had more people around them who would be like, dude, it's okay, like, let it out. Or I'm here, like, what's going on? Or let's talk. Yes. People will let it out more. And then a lot of stuff will get handled. So, um, so yeah, that stigma of men shouldn't cry or they're weak if they do cry, like, that's, that's BS to the max. I'm trying to tell you how you just hit it on the head about that's why people go towards drugs, alcoholism, just materialism overall because they're trying to fill a void they're not in touch with their feelings because if you are in touch with your feelings now you can be vulnerable and i love Mm -hmm. that you express vulnerability does that give you strength like what does that give you overall Mm, what does vulnerability give me overall um i think it gives me strength at times um i think it's good i wouldn't say it's i was gonna say it's good and bad but i wouldn't say i wouldn't say it's bad um I think it's healing, mm. um, but it's nurturing because then you can understand other people. Because at the end of the day, a lot of times or a lot of things that we go through are not for us anyway. Like God puts us through situations for other people because he knows that, okay, I've given you enough strength to handle that or you've gone through stuff where you can handle this, but this isn't for you because mm. if I would have gave it to this person, they might not be able to handle it. Wow. So I'm going to give it to you and then you can go through it and get through it and then that person that's about to go through it or that maybe shouldn't be going through it, you can give them that encouraging word or give them your testimony and that's going to change their life. Wow, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like just being that vessel for God yeah. and living in your purpose. How did you identify your purpose? How did I identify my purpose? Yeah. I don't know if, uh, I wouldn't say if I, if I ever did, because I, I know my purpose um, as far as like storytelling and just really just helping people. Like mm. that's really one of my, the things that I love to do is helping people, seeing people smile, like doing stuff for people that really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, it it's a, so I'm gonna give this example. I've, I've given money to homeless people and there's two different types. You have the people who just want money, and it's like, they're like, I want food, or like that, and you give it to them, and you you can feel good, or you're just like, all right, whatever, that's cool, like, you mm. help them, but then there's people who are like, I really just want something to eat. Mm. I don't care what you give me, like, you know what I'm saying, if you give me, if you don't have money, you can give me food, and just seeing them really appreciate mm. that, and really want something, and really, you know what I'm saying, and you'll be able to, to help that, and it's not like, okay, it's not about me, it's like, it's about God, because he blessed me to help, you know what I'm saying, to help you do this. Cause I've been there to be to be totally wow, honest wow. like before I came here I was homeless living out of my car in California like for a good like two months like after graduating grad school how did you keep going God <laughs> what you say before when I came in God that, uh, no, that big smile on me God like but see, like dead like dead ass like tell us a, like a challenging moment you had living in your car uh, not knowing if I was gonna live up to my purpose, like knowing that I had so much potential and so much talent that God had given me, and it was like 
okay, then why am I here? Mm-hmm. Like, if, if you give me all this, then this can't, but that's the, that was what kept me going. It's like, this can't be it. Mm-hmm. Like, so many people have told me that I'm talented, oh, you're great, but it's like, a lot of times you don't feel that way. Like, you go through stuff and you'd be like, I'm not, or you start comparing yourself to other people, like that, like, my shit ain't as good as that person. Mm. Not knowing they've been doing this for whoever, how long, they but it's still like, chapter. it's like, I'm not exactly. Like, you still in chapter two, <laughs> and they in chapter 10 <laughs> of what, you know what I'm saying, of a 30 chapter book, and your book is 100 chapters, oh. and you just get, not even knowing that in chapter three, four, and five, God about to blow your life, you know what I'm saying, yeah. blow your mind, but you just like, you're stuck in chapter two because you don't understand what's coming next. But wow. it's like, but, but at the end of the day, it's like, I did understand that God had given me so much and I learned so much I was like well this can't be it mm. so it's like okay let me figure out because I could have went home like and it's not I don't want to get it twisted for anybody out there <laughs> a lot of people are thinking like why did like why your mom didn't help you like, <laughs> I, I love my mother yeah. my mother loves me I didn't like my mom kind of knew but she, she knew but she you know what I'm saying but it's life if I didn't tell my mom because my mom worries a lot. I'm her only child. I'm her yeah. baby. You know what I'm saying? My mom will drop everything. She'll give her lash, you know what I'm saying, to make sure that I'm... So if my mom would have knew... Got a hand though. Just it, as a it, black woman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it, but it wouldn't have... It would have been selfish of me to do mm-hmm. that. Wow, yeah. So yeah, so it was like, I can't... I gotta, I gotta do this for myself. And my mom knew some stuff, but... It was like, yeah, some stuff I didn't, I didn't tell my mom. Like it was like, it was funny because, um, and I love going to the movie theaters. So sometimes I, well, not sometimes, I cried one time because I remember that was all I did. Like mm-hmm. I'll be living in my car, I couldn't really find work like that. So it was like, I would wake up in the morning, you know, what I'm saying, kind of chill for a little bit, like watch them on YouTube on my phone, drive around, and then I'll go. You watch a movie, have like five dollar movies, and wow. I'll go watch two or three movies for the whole, to take up space in a day, mm. and then come back. You know what I'm saying to my car, drive back to the neighborhood that I was. You know what I'm saying on the, living on the side of, and then park there and find movies on YouTube to watch on Netflix, or sit there That's and think of like different movies. And, you know what I'm saying? So it's like going to a movie theater and watching a movie, then coming out and then going to my own apartment mm. that God has blessed me with to be able to. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's 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 crazy. That's the healing part. So oh. it's like okay, so now I know. Wow, just being able to trust the process. Now, it just makes things, makes you so much more grateful for yeah. the little things. The, the small details, the little stuff. Just, uh, okay, I appreciate this. Because we take a lot of stuff for granted. Like, little, like yeah. stuff that we really shouldn't take for granted. <laughs> like, having a car, having your own place, or having a place. Not mm-hmm. even your own place. Having a place. People, like, complain because they're living with people or have roommates. Nigga, would you have rather have that or live, you know what I'm saying, be living out of your car or living on the street or like living in a room where you don't know anybody else. So you just kind of like, and you don't know if anybody's going to take your stuff or not. So it's, right. so yeah. It's just the privilege thing. Mm-hmm. Like we just don't understand how privileged we are at just every given moment being able to breathe like this. Yeah. And I love how you mentioned about just the healing process overall. What does... What does the healing process look like for you, especially as a black man? Mm, what does the healing process look like for me? Yeah, what does it take to really get healed? I know it's a never-ending journey, especially right. with self-love. <laughs> but what does just getting started on that process and that journey look like? Um, I would say recognizing, and I wouldn't say this has to be the first thing, but recognizing your flaws forgiving yourself, um, forgiving other people. I think a lot of times we have a lot of hurt and pain and stuff mm-hmm. bottled up inside of us and it's it's because of other people and we're either waiting for them to ask for forgiveness or do whatever like that or and they didn't move on, you know what I'm saying? And not really, what? they ain't tripping about us. Ain't th- so it's like doing that type of, you know what I'm saying, healing, you know what I'm saying, first. Um, and then after that, I mean, you just gotta pray. You just gotta, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, gotta, you gotta, pray. You gotta say prayed up, um, and just find people around you that really love you and support you, like yeah. for real, for real. Um, I so, yeah. wonder where does the self self doubt come from? Like, why do we end up being so hard on ourselves, so mean to ourselves, like lacking the self love when we first started in the womb? Because we had so much 
imagination as a child and then as yeah. the older we get we let life just beat us up yeah i mean because we start to we start real like because w- when you're younger you don't see life as it really is like you see it for what you want to make it so mm. it's like when you get older you start realizing things that you thought were out of the child like weren't really real and not even like stuff like <laughs> santa claus and stuff like that but more like just like even as deep as racism, like I'm like, man, like ten years ago, that was it wasn't nothing like this. Or when I was younger, it wasn't nothing like this. It was always wow, like this. Yeah. It just wasn't as like in our face now. Like our eyes are open. Like oh shit. And then I mean, with Trump being there, like it just brought niggas out. Like, <laughs> like it just brought niggas out for real. But like even before, it was like it's always been the same. But our eyes have been like closed when we were kids. It was like we ain't seeing that shit. Like. We got we got one little white team like friend Timmy or we or yeah. we in class with them or whatever like that or even if we're not it's like okay like we don't we ain't really tripping like yeah. we see other stuff and then we get older it's like okay that's different <laughs> that's a little and then we get wow. then we start really seeing stuff it's like wow like what in the what is going on so then we just start like having to like our this that's when the doubt creeps in because it's like okay well if it's if it's like this. Or if I thought this person was so mighty and great and had all this strength and then now they're mm. beating themselves up or they're, you know what I'm saying, like their self-doubt is getting to them. Yeah. It's like, well, what what use, you know what I'm saying, what good is there for me? Mm. Um, so we just have to change the thinking and the narrative. There's so much power in our thoughts, in our words. And I love how you mentioned, especially of racism. I was just watching Dr. Claude Anderson just about how the economic struggle that we are in, we don't own nothing. (laughs) I was like, yo, he was breaking it down about just slavery and how they came to get us for us to work for them. Overall, we honestly are still enslaved working for the white man, working for them because we don't own anything. We're so handicapped working for other people instead of like starting our own businesses. Yeah. Especially... And Hollywood, I would love to get your perspective on Hollywood. Why is it that we are excellent as black people? You create as a filmmaker, editor, actor, you have all the talent. Why are we going to knock on their door and beg them to sit with them? Um, I, I don't know. I think at the end of the day, it's about money. Like we don't have money and the people that do have the money aren't the people who want to grow other people Mm. you have so many people in hollywood or or just in general who are filmmakers who are like man if i had this money i'll help these people out and we need to have this on our own black on this and black on that but we don't have those people don't have the money the people who have the money aren't thinking like that you know what i'm saying they're either selfish or it's like well they got a stake in the white man's money, wherever you want to do it. So it's like, it, there is no, we're going to spread the wealth. So it's mm-hmm. really about funding. There is no funding for black Hollywood. Mm-hmm. There's no funding for independent filmmakers who really have the vision and really have like the art and the talent to change the narrative and make impactful films. There's no funding. So it really starts with just finding some, finding some money. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's going on. Or either making the money and then really like getting with other entrepreneurs other people who have money and creating something big that's all they got, did they that's all they start. did i mean that, that is but it's like people a lot of people don't want to do that either why do you feel like it's lacking unity in the community especially in our i think it's getting better um but it's like before because it's like we never had it so it's like when one person got it and it was really selective so you had like people like eddie murphy and stuff like that who like paved the way and helped a lot of people but it's a lot of people who it's like, well, shit, like, once I once I get something, it's like, I can't really, I ain't trying to help y'all. Like, I help my family, but helping anybody else, like, nigga, I just got this. Like, I ain't trying, like, you mean to help you too? Like, my nigga, like, and it's, you know, like, seriously, like, that's the mindset. Like, you mean to help you too, my nigga? Like, I work just as hard as you trying yeah. to work to get here. So why you want me to, like, help you? Mm. Instead of being like, okay, well, let me, you know let me bring you on. And that's, that, I mean, but it's, it's, it's two ways too, because you have a lot of people who, who ask for help, but don't really want to put in the work. Yeah. It's like they have friends who are really talented, who know what they're doing, and it's like they just want to tag along and be there. Okay, I know he's going to get big or she's going to get big. So, like, as soon as they get big, I'm going to be like, you know I was there. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? Give me something. And wow. if you don't, that'll make you feel bad about it. Yeah. Until you do. Mm. And if you don't give me enough, that'll make you feel even worse. So, it's like, it's, it's two ways of just, you got to have the right people around you. 
you mentioned that earlier about that is like a key component to really making it and prospering out here. How do you identify who's real and who's fake? Mm. I think it's a I think it's a feeling. People say energy vibes. Like I mean, you can definitely tell that. Um, just watching, you have to like. I'm very <laughs> I'm very observant. Like I don't talk a lot. To be honest, like if I'm like if I if people engage with me, I talk, I be myself. Like I'm, you know, what I'm saying I'll yeah. like be goofy, like whatever, like that. But if I'm going to somewhere or we're going to like a event or whatever, I'm just chilling, just looking. If people ask me questions, like I'm definitely like I'm not a. I wouldn't say I'm an introvert, um, and I'm not shy. If people ask me questions and talk, then I'll talk and engage. But I'm not just like, oh hey, I'm Jamal. Like we. <laughs> I'm an actor, film, a director, like, yeah. who's trying to do something? Like, it's a lot of people who are like yeah. that. Like, that that's, that's a cool personality to have, but I'm not like that. Yeah. Like, I'm not like that. Like, like yeah. I'm, I'm goofy, I'll be myself, like, I'll be free, but I'm not coming in like that. I'm coming in like, okay, what's, let me peep the room. Yes. Because um, you don't, you never know. And then it's like, you'll have some people who, and you got to watch for who, who doesn't clap and who claps for you when you have your wins. Ooh. And like, their responses. Like it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of responses people have given me, and I don't say, I don't say a lot of things. I just peek it like, okay, I'm like all right. Where you where you be like, you know what I'm saying, oh, I just got this audition, or I just got this, you know what I'm saying, booking. Yeah, people be like, oh, congratulations, what was it? That's dope. Some people, how'd you get that? <laughs> how'd you get that? Oh really? Did your agent get that for you? What is it? Yeah. Did you? Because oh, you man. know they want your spot for yeah. real. Or, or it's like they just, they don't understand why you're getting blessed. Or they don't mm. know your story. So they think that because they just met you or they see whatever on Instagram that they know your story. So they think that, oh, when you get blessed, well, you, you're you not really an actor. Like, you be shooting people's films. You be doing it. Like, you don't <laughs> act. Like, I do this. Like, I've been acting. That's all I do is act. I've been acting for 10 years. Like, I've been in Atlanta acting. <laughs> acting, acting. Acting, acting. And I got an agent. <laughs> How do you get that part? Especially like when you are really like cool with actors though. How can you tell if they really real or not? No idea. Because I don't really have I mean, I have friends out here, but I don't really have like we talked about this earlier. I don't I have I don't I have friends, but I don't have friends. I don't have a tribe. What makes someone a friend for you? What makes someone a friend for me? Um a lot of people base friendship off of years of knowing them like i've known you all my life so you're my friend i've known you for 10 years so that can be friend. like the worst type of and yeah like my, <laughs> they my can be stabbing is, you the most i could have met you two weeks ago and you could be a better friend than me than tomorrow i've known you know what i'm saying and it's really about like if you support me like what do you really you know what i'm saying like just like your vibe your energy like if we because a lot of people you just know like if they want your spot or not like like you said before like People who support you and are really there for you, when you win, it's a win for them too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or they're doing their own stuff to where they're winning their own field. So they're not, it's not about, it's not competition. Mm. Like a friend, it should be any competition. It should be like, boy, nigga, you got what? Oh, we in there. Hey, let's like, celebrate. Right? Exactly. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, you never know what people are thinking. Like somebody could be like, man, once I once I get this, like I'm, bring, I'm bringing everybody, you know what I'm saying, that was there for me on but you remember the responses. You remember who was really excited for you and who was like, oh, okay, that was, that was cool. Yeah. So so what are we gonna do? And just change the subject, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So really it's just like, a, I don't think there is any like set guidelines about, you know what I'm saying? You know somebody's really a friend. It's about really just seeing them for who they are and like being real. But I would say for me, like support, um, somebody that you can call and just, do stuff with whether it's <laughs> grab food or just you know, yeah. come over unless I'm moving out or game night or I'm going through some shit can I call and talk or I just need you to listen or I need to vent or you know what I'm saying that just like if you can't do that with them because they're too busy or they need to do something or I don't really know what to say mm -hmm. or just like they could just sit there and just take it right, and listen right. and then That's be all, like, I just need you your ear yeah, right now like, I just need That's to go off because other than that I'll be talking to myself and I'm thinking I'm crazy but I can do that which is cool but yeah. I, it'd, be, it'd be great if I could have you right. there you know what I'm saying right. so or just somebody like hey I'm about to come over like That's you see shit need. like that in TV and a movie, you're like, oh, I know nigga. But it's like to have that in real life is like would be amazing That's to something. be like, I'm I'm coming over or like it's your birthday, we about to surprise you, or yeah. we gonna do this, or people be like, Oh, it's my birthday all month. <laughs> nigga ain't never had that. Right. My birthday's been on the thirteenth. <laughs> <laughs> on the thirteenth, what? Every year. November. November. Oh, yeah. it's coming up. 
Oh, yeah, it just has. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. it's like it's it's yeah. never been like oh it's a birthday weekend or birthday week or you know what I'm saying like that's like friendship or yeah. just you know what I'm saying just having that you know what I'm saying there I'm gonna surprise you with doing stuff so that I mean that that's friendship for me. That's dope. And how you mentioned about some people are concerned like why are you getting blessed and not me but that can just be the favor over your life that god has planned for you you being obedient behind the scenes while other people not doing it exactly and i would love how you mentioned earlier about comparison especially in this era that we're living in right now it's like Mm -hmm. social media we get right on and we just out here just comparing our lives to another person but we don't know what type of demons they fighting what they doing behind the scenes exactly what do you tell yourself so you don't let social media play with your psyche at the end of the day Mm, that it ain't real i mean i've never i've never been i guess to that degree the person has been like let social media like or compare myself really like that type of part it's more been like okay i know i have the talent to do this I see stuff on TV like nigga that is that is horrible why (laughs) if they can get on then why is my you know what I'm saying but it's about it's also about you have to do the work and just believe in yourself they believed in themselves that's 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 why they're that's why they're on TV because they did it they didn't they didn't question themselves they didn't say okay well I'm gonna do it they was like I got a dope idea and they had people who supported them around understand that's dope let's do it and we're gonna write it and get it done Mm. where you're questioning yourself when God gave you the idea and gave you the dialogue and you're like, okay, is it good? Man, I want you to read this. Is it good? Dang. Right? They don't see the vision, though. Exactly. Then you're getting people saying, oh, that's okay, but change this. Now you're changing what God gave you. are saying now you're, I don't, and now, and now it takes three months because now you know that's not right and it's like, that's not right. Why is that not right? You should have just, just wrote it, just do it. <laughs> you should have just followed your intuition. Yeah, like you, you know how to do it. So how did you get to the point where you just got to trust you, trust yourself? How did you get there and get so there. confident? I'm still getting Yeah, there. it's truly a process, like I'm getting, getting confident yeah, within I'm still yourself. There. there is no, it's, I don't think there is no, I mean, maybe people get there and it's like, I'm, I'm there, but I'm still getting there. Like, like even through the successful things or like doing stuff, I just push myself through it. But I, for me, myself, I'm like, other people might think that, oh, that nigga's there or that he, he's confident. He's, and to a certain degree, I am, and in certain aspects, I am. But some stuff, I'm not confident. Yeah. <laughs> like some stuff, I'm just like, ah. I like question myself a lot, and like it's just like when. But on the day or at that time, it's like I'm not gonna like quit, or I'm not gonna leave, wow. or just try away from it. I, mean, I have to do it. And then it goes like, okay, well, I've been in film school. I know what I'm doing. I know shots. Like I know, okay, what looks good. Then once I get into it, it's like, oh, I'm doing it. I'm in it. Wow. So it's really like I think. Let me not say that. People be like, <laughs> you know, you'd be like, Will Smith said this, and yeah. somebody quoted this, and you said, duh, duh, duh. I don't know what that nigga said. Yeah. I, he said something about on the other side of fear yeah. is like your your destiny. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? It's like yes. people think that it's like, oh, I'm so fearful of this, but it's like once you cross that fear, it's like, oh, nigga, like what? Like you're, everything that you dreamt of is on, on, on the other side of fear. Yeah. So it's like once you do it, and I've had that happen so many times, but still, every time something comes up, I, I'm, I'm like afraid, like, oh my goodness, like, okay, can I do it? I'm like, okay, I can just, I can do it. That's the devil be trying to talk to us oh, because all the fear time. is an illusion. Yeah, all the time, definitely hey. for sure. Because they know that you're gonna, he knows you're gonna succeed if you do it. But if I can stop you from doing it in your mind, it starts in your mind. If I can stop your mind from thinking that you can do it, then your body is not gonna follow. Your body is gonna make up some excuse to not do it. And that's the thing we got to get in control of our thoughts, our mm-hmm. mind, so we can conquer anything. The quote that someone said was. It's either you can or you can't. Either one is both right. It, yeah, I just saw it. Yeah. <laughs> that, is, that, is <laughs> that, that was That's fire. Deep too. That's, that it, was it's fire. It's like you can or you can't. Either either way, either thought is, is right. Either and it's gonna manifest itself. Yes. If you think you can, you're gonna you're gonna do it. You you can do it. You can. If you think you can, then you can't do it at all. And there's no there's nothing that's gonna you know what I'm saying that's gonna help you do that if you can't if you don't think you can do it. Yeah, it is truly on God's timing because it might not happen when you want it to happen. Mm-hmm. Just trusting that if you are planting those seeds, if you are doing daily activities to pursue your goals that God has placed within you, it's bound to happen though. But you know how people just is in a rush, and I'm like, what's the rush? Yeah. What be the rush? <laughs> I mean, it just depends on what you what they rushing to get. As far as like what be trying to be successful or just 
Yeah. Honestly, like, just, <laughs> just like, what are you rushing for? Like, you like, oh, I got to be a millionaire till I'm, before I'm 30. Like, they be having these criterias on their life. Yeah, I think, yeah, people got to break out of that. Everybody has, I think everybody had, like, one of those, like, I need to be this by I'm 30. I want to be married by I'm 30. I need to be this. And that's. I mean, it's some. I mean, so for some people it works, but for some, for a lot of people, it's like it's they're they're re- they realize like, oh, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> and, it, 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 it's, and either they realize it like that, like, oh, okay, well, that's that's not gonna happen, or it's like, oh my god, it didn't happen. Then they have like this whole mental breakdown because it's like I'm not married by 25 or 30, and no no man wants me or no woman wants me. Oh my like, god, like, no, that's crazy because like in childhood. I, some women in my age really thought that they were going to be married at 25. Like, I guess that was like the expectation in society. And now, like, some people really think they're a failure if they don't make a certain deadline that they yeah. made on their life. Yeah. Because people don't understand. I mean, when you're younger, you think that certain ages are really old. Like, when you're younger, you're like, nigga, 30? Oh, my. Nigga, if I'm not married by 30, Jesus. Or, or successful by 30, I'm not. Right. What? That's like, really young. Like, like, 30 is not. I still think I'm really old to be honest. I'm only 33, but it's like, mm-hmm. I, but it's like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm young. Yeah. I, feel, I'm young. I was just saying that. Like, how we were just talking about power of the tongue, yeah, power just, of the word. Yeah, just That's like, just yeah. an excuse that they try to place in society for yeah. us. So it's it's just like you don't. There is no age limit on success. Mm, so you can yeah. like you can be however you know I'm saying however age and still be successful. It's just about doing the work. Yeah, you already know, like, how you got to be, like, about 80 years old to be the president. Like, that's the age limit. You really got to be, like, 80 years old. <laughs> that's crazy, though, man. That's incredible. Just how much work have you have accomplished in the entertainment industry, moving from Ohio to Atlanta, making things happen? Um, I've done a little bit. I mean, I've... I've done stuff like independently, so I've done like I a lot of like, sh- like short films and stuff. Um, I'm on video production business, so I've done like a lot of events for companies and promos and commercials and sh- shot weddings and stuff. But that's I mean, yeah, that's that's what I'm. Tr- I want to do more. I mean, I mean, it's not even about like the resume, but I, I do want to do more stuff in the industry because that's how you network and get to where it's like where you want to go. Where do you want to go? Uh, my goal is to be a director of film and television. You are. I mean, I, I am. <laughs> like, I, I've been that for a minute, but it's like, but as far as like, and I, I guess you say in the in the industry, mm-hmm. um, but to have, but to be to have it be seen by millions of people, you know, what I'm saying to make that impact. Because yeah. um, it's like at the end of the day, even if one person is impacted by it, then that's great. Wins. But but to have like, it's like I've seen shows like This Is Us, like All American, where that hit in certain ways because of, I've been through those certain things of not having a father, of, you know what I'm saying, all the different stuff. So it's like to make shows that hit people differently because they experience those things or to make people, it's a like shed a new light for people who don't know about that struggle or that race or nationality or what they've gone through and then still make them feel and make them see people differently in the real world. Mm. But at the end of the day, TV is, is, is not real. Tells lies to the vision. You know what I'm saying? It it it's, tell not, it's not real, <laughs> movies aren't real, all stuff like, you know what I'm saying? But if you can make the impact to where you can take something that's not real and make something, make somebody that is real mm-hmm. have an impact in their real life and in their real world go out and make different use and choices and that's like that's powerful that is powerful i love that that's how what type of art you want to impact on other people not mm-hmm. just some timeless art that will never go out of style and it's yeah, so necessary it's classic, so. i love how you praise your mother and you give her so much love her flowers now how was it growing up without a father um it hmm and i think on that because i know the answer but i think i think on that because usually the the typical answer is like oh it was difficult it was tough but if if i really think about it we had tough times but it wasn't tough because my mother Mm. was strong Mm. and my mother was you know i'm saying was there and you know i'm saying of course god but it was like she carried us you know what i'm saying so it wasn't i never when i was younger it wasn't like oh my god mom what my dad's not here or where's my dad like we're going through so much stuff it was like no like i was i was 
I wasn't tripping because mm. I wasn't really thinking about it because my mom was there and you know what I'm saying as long as my mom I'm good like she's taking care of me we're laughing having fun she's in a jazz band I'm going to her concerts we're singing we're in a choir like it's like we're good mm-hmm. when I got older <coughs> it was like okay okay now my friend now I'm noticing because my friends I'm going to my friends houses and they have families and their families consist of two parent households and it's like oh okay I don't have a I don't have a dad in my house. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Where is my dad? All right. And then it's like, oh, okay. My dad has, okay. All right. And then meeting him for the first time at nine years old. Wow. And then figuring out that I had a sister <laughs> that I've never met. Wow. So just, I mean, it was it was tough time because after that, then it's like, okay, well, why isn't he there? Then you have those talk. You start getting older. It's like, well, what? And he's okay, now he's not, why isn't he calling? Why isn't he like, you know what I'm saying? My homeboy's dad, who's actually in the picture. Um, and you start asking yourself, is am I this way? Am I messing up in school because I don't have a father? Am I doing this because I'm a father? Am I da 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 because I'm a father? And then once I had to realize that, no, like I'm exactly, you know what I'm saying, that God had exactly how I was supposed to be. Mm, yeah. um, and that he, and I, I realized that he wasn't supposed to be in my life. That wasn't his purpose. Yeah. He filled his purpose when he had me. Yep. <laughs> that was it. Got you here. Yeah. And it's not any shade or any like disrespect. It's like that was his, because he's not, he doesn't know how to be a father. Mm. That wasn't his purpose. Wow. Because if he was my father and was in my home, I wouldn't be the man I'm supposed to am today. And that's not, in, 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 and not in a good way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because he wouldn't be able to teach me the things that I've stopped, that I should have, you know what I'm saying, been taught. So what have you learned from your absent father? I know you probably learned so much. Since yeah, um, <clears throat> just I would say knowing how to how to be there, and knowing like knowing the feeling that I that I don't want my kids to have. So it's like I know for a fact I'm never gonna you know what I'm saying abandon them or leave them or do anything like that. So it's really about just finding the right um, the right woman because for me it's like once I get married there is no divorce. And not, and not like in a controlling Yeah, why? <laughs> not in like a, you ain't going nowhere, but it's, <laughs> more, <laughs> it's more like, yeah. like I want the love to be so strong that there is no thought of it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Even if there are hard times or, you know what I'm saying, arguments, whatever like that, at the end of the day, we're not going to bed mad at each other. We're not, you know what I'm saying, because I don't like arguing anyway, so it's yeah. like to, to make jokes out of it or, you know what I'm saying, but to still address the issue. You know what I'm saying, and make sure that the issue is addressed and that it's you know, taken care of. But then, you know what I'm saying, to laugh about it and to know that the love is still there. Like I want that. Like I want my kids to see two parents that love each other, not two parents on different holidays. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's it's different for me. That's communication right there, because I feel like we're in an era that gives up so quick. Oh, yeah. They feel like you got so much options out there, but if you got a good one right by your side, hold on to that. Mm-hmm. Hold on tight. And I love how, as well, you read. You're a reader, and especially you read Devon Franklin books. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> the one that stuck out to me, I read The Weight. Mm, yeah. What is your thoughts on celibacy? Um, I believe that. So okay, and ask me another. Ask, not ask me another question. But ask me that in a different way. When you say, "What are your thoughts on celibacy?" What are you What are you asking me? The power in celibacy. Have you? Oh, the, I think it's a lot of power. Yeah, in, talk about in, the in power celibacy. in celibacy. Um, it allows you to throw a lot of things off the table as far as like when you go in. Like, it, I mean, I think a lot of people hold a lot of weight in sex. Um, so it's kind of like you get nervous and it's like oh my god and is it going to be good am i going to be good and then if it's not good do they still like me and then some people equate that off level and i'm not about to be like that that nigga was weak or she was older. i'm up because then it's like i don't want to be with you if your sex is bad i don't want it but it's like do you know the person like do you know the personality and i understand i understand i totally understand that part but it's like once you know the person and once you get to that, once you guys get to that part, if you're if you're in love or know the person, da, 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 that I wouldn't say that's not gonna matter, but you're gonna be you're gonna be able to get through that because you're gonna be you know what I'm saying, like either work at it, like learn, teach. So that's that's the power of love because yeah. you wanna be able to do that with your partner. 
It's not about like, oh, you're bad. Uh, I'm gone. It's like, oh, okay, let me show you how I like to be pleasured. <laughs> right. Let me show you how to satisfy me. Yeah, and your partner will be like, okay, bet, because I want to pleasure you, so let me listen and let me, you know what I'm saying? Like, that is the power of that. But if you give it up and you, da, da, like, I mean, and if people want to do that, that's on them. But I'm saying from experience and from other stuff, it's like, if you give up right away, then it's like, uh, okay, all right, well, all right, what's next now? And you, then, then, or if it's like, if I don't really like you or know you or don't, it's like, all right. Well. Yeah, you know, right now they are promoting like booty calls and just oh, yeah, hitting no. and quitting. Yeah. I mean, all you gotta do is buy her a bag and she gonna lay it down on you. And that's how that's how that's how a lot of females are. But it's a lot of females who are not like that. It is a lot of females. It's a it's a surge mm-hmm. <laughs> of females who are just like nope. And it's not even about being celibate. It's more about just like waiting for the right person. And it's more, and it's not, you know what I'm saying? Because when you, when you, I mean, when I guess that's celibate to a certain extent, but usually when I think of celibate, it's like people are being celibate until marriage. It's like, I'm waiting until marriage. And it's like, I understand that too, but it's a lot of times people are just like, you know what, I'm waiting for the right person. That's how a lot of females are now. It's like, it's not really about, like, of course I want to get married. It's not about waiting until marriage. It's about knowing that you're the right, knowing that you're not a fuck boy. Mm-hmm. Knowing that you you really love me for me and you really want to, court me and date me and love me and see every side and fashion of me and still be like okay I want you I choose you mm-hmm. okay now now I can give you me yeah. because I know that you're not going to take me for granted you're going to love me and can't you saying and handle me with care but a lot of times people just want to let me let me get some right. and out. or let me get some because, you know what I'm saying it's not really meaning anything to them it's like I can be with you for two or three years and be uh, uh, and getting it, but I don't really love you. I don't. I cannot really care for you because I can be cheating on you, doing other stuff like that. And it's like at the end of the day, it's it's messing up you. It's messing mm-hmm. up your aura. And then a lot of women like go through that, and then I wouldn't say they shut down, but they just they they gave everything to that man who mm-hmm. didn't appreciate them. So now the next now they are kind of shut down. Because they talk about love and how much they want it, and they make they have all these memes on Instagram, and I want this, and I'm single, I want it, da, da, da. but then when somebody try to say something to them, or I just want to do this, like nah, nigga, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Nope. Yeah. And it's like, well, when are you ever gonna find love? You don't never give a nigga a chance. Like <laughs> anybody. Nope. I don't want. But it's like, but if it's because they've been hurt, and it's not even about he's not the right person. It's just about no, I don't trust you mm. because I've given myself this money before, and they hurt me. Yeah, that's one thing. You got to hold tight, I feel, yeah. especially ladies. You got to hold tight. You don't need to give all of yourself like that. You can give yourself to a certain extent, but it's the power in protecting your heart. Because mm-hmm. how do you know if someone's really right for you? It, yeah, I mean, that's that's a hard question. That's why you can't, I wouldn't say give your all or give everything until you until you really know. But And I, I think you know once like giving parts. Because it has to be a two-way thing. Like, you can't expect somebody to really trust you and give them, you know what I'm saying? Like, give them 100%. You not give 100%. So, it's like, you got to meet them halfway. But at the same time, you give them parts and you see what they do with it. Mm. I'm going to give you a part of me and see what you do with it. Yeah, I was just learning about how people thought think, like, okay, let's give 50-50 when it's really supposed to be, let's give 100-100. Exactly. Let me give you... But, people, that's, but that's the whole thing with trust. It's like... And, and with that too, so it's like, how do you, how do you give a hundred, you know what I'm saying, percent of yourself, or give a hundred, a hundred, if you're still trying to guard your heart and protect yourself and be like, well, I just want to see, it's like, it's a lot of times it's about taking risk, but both, I think both thoughts are right, like if you want to guard and protect your heart and give parts to you, then you're right, because it's about you, but then sometimes some other people got to take the risk, like you got to give a hundred percent of yourself to know. Yeah. Because some people, some people, yeah, some people who give themselves and it's like, you know what, I'm good on love. <laughs> and then some people yeah. give themselves and get hurt, but then still have that belief, like, I know love is out there, like, I still believe in yeah. it. And that's because they just take risks and they know that, you know what I'm saying, they know that it's out there and they really want to find it. So. And then you know how you're going to find it? Right in here. Mm-hmm. That's find how you it, find <laughs> yourself. Find yourself first. <laughs> That's, that's exactly <laughs> how you're going to find it. But that's how it is. That when you love yourself, you know yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's really the discernment part. Like, when you said, how do you know? How can you tell people? To, it's like, when you love yourself and know yourself, you know what you want. You know what you need. You know if somebody's not giving that. Yeah. And nobody's taking the time to know themselves. Like, we out here skipping steps. Like, they feel <laughs> like, oh, I got to find love in order for that to complete me. 
when it's reality, you got to complete yourself first. You got to mm -hmm. become whole within yourself before you just get out in the field. You're going to break a leg. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> break a leg, break your heart. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> it's all bad right there. And that's just going back as well, just the healing process of it all. It's, it's truly just this journey. What do you think about this journey we're living in? What is your meaning of life? Yeah, we thinking it that deep. Cause I be, I be asking like, what is this meaning? Like, why are we here? Cause we not just here to just pay bills and die. Like how they set it up for us to be. When we're here for other people, I think that's the that's the ultimate thing. Is like we're here to help other people. Yeah. And like I think that goes for everybody. Like even the people that we help, like in some area of their life, they're you know what I'm saying they're gonna help somebody else. Yeah. Or you know what I'm saying whether it's grown you saying whether it's being helped and then changing their whole mindset and their whole life and then now their whole purpose is to you know what I'm saying help people like that started with you helping them mm. you know what I'm saying so it's like I think our mission and our you know what I'm saying, purpose is to help people but in that process like God gives us blessings to fulfill our own desires and help our families stuff like that too so it's about finding that that balance wow this was amazing <laughs> This was amazing. You know, before we close, I want to play a game with you. Oh, man. <laughs> filling that bag. So it's like filling the blank. Okay. You, I'm going to start it, and you're going to finish the sentence. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm a little nervous. <laughs> Characteristics of a king. <laughs> you a king. You a whole king out here. Of a king. Is, is it like a certain amount, or you just like just. Oh, just please name all of them. <laughs> I don't know all of them. <laughs> We need them um, for the brothers. Characteristics of a king. Wow. Um, respect for yourself. Respect for women, uh, most definitely. Um, hmm. I think that really that 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 I could keep. I mean, I yeah, could take some stuff, but I'm trying to elaborate more because you know a lot of men are lacking morals character <laughs> integrity yeah i mean i think it's just that they weren't they weren't taught it mm. they, they didn't see it and i think um i think society has played a big role in like bashing uh those type of men but it's like you gotta you gotta love them and care for them and then just try to show them the way now people who don't want to like take the take heed then it's like okay my nigga you just yeah. do your own thing but a lot of times people like if you don't offer the help to you know what I'm saying to show them the right way then you can't really like judge them yeah so i think it's it's really about like they need to see that because a lot of a lot of them a lot of men didn't have fathers growing up so they can't see respect for you know what I'm saying for women if they didn't see it or if they had men who beat their mothers or if they didn't have a father so they're on the street and they got love from the homies on the street so what they're doing is trashing women or just having sex or whatever like that so it's like that's what they see and they grew up in so it's like, yeah, that whole mental state of respecting women, respecting yourself, like knowing how to talk to women and not even like in relationships, but just in general, like speaking to, <laughs> to, to, yeah. to women in general, you know what I'm saying? So um, all that comes from from growing up and from, and from learning different things. So. That's so unfortunate how most of our households were not two family households mm -hmm. and just the separation within black love like it's it's so impetitive that we learn from that and we come back stronger than ever because that was their plan to keep us away from each other mm -hmm. they didn't want us to flourish yeah. together <laughs> oh yeah they already knew <laughs> they already knew, they already knew. Oh. a strong black man and a black woman together like oh come on like, supporting each other and building and doing stuff and running businesses and doing like and then they make they have children and teach them like that's generational curses and, right there Gen a breaking generational yeah, breaking curses all that. and that's that's what i'm trying to do so yeah i'm telling you because that's the only way out of it that's the only way if we come together because they want us to be out here bashing men it's like battle of the sexes right mm -hmm. now do you feel that tension or is it just me yeah no i feel it yeah they want it to be like uh this against that and 
black men versus black women and black men supporting black women and black women are doing this. <laughs> we like, we got, we got a champ protect black women now. This is like, dang, like, oh, they really got us. Versus dark skin, <laughs> like all type of stuff. So it's, it's deep, man. Yeah, it's a lot. It's man. deep. Oh, the next one is black love. So tell us, tell us what that, how you was just saying it, but come on, elaborate more. All right. So what you want to know about black love? What is it? <laughs> Just the perks about it. What does it look like? The power in it. Black love is. Black love is everything. Mm. Black love is amazing. Black love is uh, support. Black love is laughs and giggles. Mm. And just, <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, just nostalgia. Like, that feeling like. And I don't want to say it's feeling good on Christmas because some people don't like Christmas, but the feeling you get on whatever holiday you get where you just wake up and you're just like, oh, it's like that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like that, that it's, it's that feeling because when you have like black love and just somebody who's there who loves you and supports you and then to know that they're black too, mm -hmm. <laughs> so they know the struggle. <laughs> right. and they know Because I've, I've been through that where it, it wasn't even how I had to grow in like black love or black women like I always loved black women but I grew up very diverse like my mom wasn't like it wasn't like I didn't grow up in a pro-black household it was mm -hmm. like you know what I'm saying oh you need to date a black woman and marry black it was like you love who you love like mm -hmm. and it was just you just whatever so it was like I've like every race is beautiful to me That's and nice. I've, I've dated you know what I'm saying different races and stuff like that too but oh, it's like oh you dated a Becky no no <laughs> I haven't dated a white woman, I'm sorry. Um, I've dated like Mexican women, yeah. and, like Italian, and uh, Ethiopian and stuff like that. But it's like, and I've 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 had some some white girls who are very attractive. But it's like, do I what I, I want to marry a, a white girl? It's like, does her race? does is her daddy gonna love? You? <laughs> well, that, that too. But it's like, could I even like? And it's, it's not even could I bring her home to my mom because my mom would you know what I'm saying would treat anybody with respect and love and whatever like that. But it's like. How would I feel? Mm. My whole thing is, especially now, is I know myself. I I know mm. I know myself. That's real. So it's like how I can't. Whoever I'm with, my woman, I need to be a hundred percent confident at all times. Yeah. Like, of course, there's gonna be women out there who look beautiful, but in my head, they ain't gonna be as bad as you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't care if you just woke up, if your hair messed up, if you think, if you got on the makeup, like, I want to be able to look at you and be like, you are, you are beautiful yes. and be good with that. So it's like, <laughs> if I'm with a non-black woman and I'm out around a whole bunch of black women, <laughs> can I feel confident and be like, oh yeah, this is my, you know what I'm saying? This is my wife. No, not at all. Right. I know my, I know that. I know that for a fact. Because I'll be like, mm, especially if they're, if they're beautiful black women, oh, definitely not. <laughs> so why like, is it that some men, especially black men, because black men date outside their race the most? Yeah. So what's the question? What? <laughs> why y'all do that? Like, why they do that? No, because uh, you were saying how you, you dated an Italian, Ethiopian. I'm like, yeah, I mean, man. but that's like, I mean, growing up, I mean, because that's how I was raised. And like, I, I grew up in California. So it was like, there there is no, I mean, I can understand if I was, if I grew up in Atlanta and I was dating, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, yeah. like white women and, and Mexican girls and like that too. But I grew up in California. There's there's black women out there, but I mean when you're surrounded by every other race and then black women out there are dating every other race, it's like you know what I'm saying, like everybody's there, everybody's like, Okay, you just grow up to like, okay, you just I, I like you in high school and you're okay, you're cool, like yeah. you're cool, like let me get to know you and then it's like, Oh, okay, but then once you get older it's like, Okay, now what's gonna what's gonna fulfill me? Because when I was dating when I was dating other races and doing that stuff, that was back in 2006, seven, like I was like in my twenties, like yeah. I was like wasn't even thinking about marriage. Like of course I wanted to get married and have kids, but that wasn't on my mind. I wasn't like, oh, I'm dating her because I know we, I'm dating for marriage. It was yeah. like, nigga, we in we in undergrad or we like in college or we in high school. Like I, I think you look good, you hella cool. Like so it wasn't even my thought of that. But once you get older, or for me, and it's like, who do I want to have children with? Who can really carry my seat? Who can who can support me? Who can, you know what I'm saying, like, be there for me and know what I've been through and give me, you know what I'm saying, words of comfort? And who can I do that for and, and them allow me to do it and them appreciate that? 
who can I make jokes with and laugh about and talk about different black ass movies that right. <laughs> and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Or, oh, or yeah. make certain jokes or certain memes and you get it. Like, who can I do that with? A black woman. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, what what do I want? What do I need? Like, I need a black woman. Like, I, that's who I was raised. You know, that's who you raised out. me. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's who I can be myself around is a black woman. Like, with my mom, like, I can be myself around. I can be, you know what I'm saying? I tell her, most I want to say everything, but most you know what I'm saying I can tell her anything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, and I tell her mostly you know what I'm saying most stuff. But it's like I want to be, I want to have that. I want to be able to tell you stuff, and you not judge me. Mm, yeah. And not in a way of not judge me, but you know what I'm saying, and not and taking care of my bullshit. I mean, like not judging me, but still calling me out on my shit as well. Mm, yeah. But support me. You know what I'm saying, and me not, but me understanding, like not getting mad, but understanding, like okay, you're doing that because you love me. Like, I, I know it might hurt right now, but it's like, I know you're doing that for a reason. I want the best for exactly, you. Exactly, because you know it's going to it's gonna help you in the end if I'm supported, if I'm doing my, if I'm doing the shit. Because if I'm not, then it's going to hurt you in the end mm. because we're, we're connected. Yes. So. And that's just how we have to be each other's peace. But realizing that how the system want us against each other, I feel like we got to fight for each other the hardest. We got to... Mm-hmm put our differences aside and understand that we belong together. A black woman and yeah. a black man belongs together. If not, I feel like we're going against God and just going against what God has placed for us to do. Hey, that's just my belief, honestly. And I'm sticking to it. <laughs> what I believe. I care what you believe. believe. I believe a black man what? is for a black woman. And we go through that. I feel like any other thing, y'all just forcing it. It's self-hatred. <laughs> Well, let me not go in. That's so deep. <laughs> That's Man, no. How? Okay, last one. Last fill in the bag. How How do you tap into your spiritual bag? So finish the sentence. Like, how I tap into my spiritual bag? Mm, my spiritual bag. How I tap into my spiritual bag. Um. Wow. I would say prayer. I think that's like so. That's like really powerful. Like prayer and um, the power of words. Mm-hmm. Like speaking your destiny, speaking like what you want to happen. Because um, feelings and emotions are great liars. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people like speak what they feel and speak how they feel at the time. Or like it's like I'm. I feel bad, so I'm. A, I'm gonna say that. And if you keep saying that, it's what's gonna happen. Or it's not gonna happen because of this. And I can't do this. Yeah, exactly. It's not gonna happen. You can't do it. Yeah. But even if you feel bad and you speak the opposite, and you just keep speaking the opposite, then eventually, you know, that's gonna happen. Yes. So, um, they had like some type of study. Like they said, like even if you like even if you're mad or whatever like that, you can smile. You know what I'm saying for like even if it's fake, like your, right. brain, your brain doesn't your know brain it. Don't know it. Your brain just you know what I'm saying knows that you're fake smiling or just you know what I'm saying. Oh, okay. But if you do that for long enough, you know what I'm saying that it w- either you're gonna laugh because you're gonna feel stupid yeah. or it's gonna really make you smile, but you're gonna take taken away from however you were feeling. Yeah. So it's like everything is like a mental thing. Um, it is a mental. So yeah, I think like definitely staying prayed like prayed up and and praying and being prayerful, um, and not even like on your knees type prayer like I got on my prayer closet but just praying all the time you in the car like any, any time, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying like just even saying whether you see somebody saying a small prayer for them or praying or like about you know what I'm saying transportation like just praying just yeah. in general your eyes open wherever you yes. are like, like your your prayers are not getting negated because your eyes aren't closed your hands aren't like this like yeah. you can pray however you want to pray so um, yeah just staying prayed up and then just speaking positive words out of your mouth that's deep that is so dope and this talk was so incredible i appreciate it i appreciate you so how can we stay connected with you what you got coming up uh i am hmm i have a short film that i'm writing that's about protecting black women actually um and then i have a pilot that i wrote that i want to pitch to different networks so i'm working on that um, and I want to start production on that, like, at the beginning of the year. Um, but other than that, I've just been, like, shooting little stuff. But, I mean, you can keep up, keep connected with me on Instagram. That's usually where I'm at. That's where you hang out yeah, at? That, that's where I'm at, at The Real J. Scott. <laughs> Dude, what are, you on Facebook, too. I am on Facebook. I mean, and I, and I post some stuff there, but that's, I mean, I really be on Instagram. What about Twitter? I know. I mean, I'm on Twitter, but I don't, I don't mess with Twitter. I don't sleep I don't. on Twitter, y'all. Twitter never traded on us. Like, it's, 
Instagram? What you think about like the new Instagram updates and stuff like that? I don't be messing with them. I mean, they, they cool. Like I just, it's just like I just like the regular Instagram. I, but I've never been a Twitter person. I don't think I've ever been a, a Twitter person. <laughs> I was more like MySpace when I was out, and then like Instagram kind of really just took over everything. But yeah. Um, yeah. No, but like Instagram's updates though, how they. Change oh. the shop button around. Oh yeah, no, that, that I never liked that because they took away my music button for a minute. <laughs> and then <laughs> like, what I about play music or just like a whole bunch of stuff? So I don't like the new updates, but yeah. And the algorithm. I don't like none of that, but I like the familiarity <laughs> of like seeing pictures and seeing yeah. people's posts, and because yeah. that's where most of the stuff that I, or people that I follow or in the industry like on Instagram. Mm-hmm. On Facebook, it's more like family, friends, friends from back home, or like that I went to college with and stuff yeah. like that. Um, which is cool, but yeah, I'm mostly on Instagram. That's where we can catch you. What yeah. about any short films that we can watch? You got it streaming on YouTube or anything? Um, the only one that I have there now is my film Kings, um, and that's on YouTube. So you can type in Kings short film, and uh, that'll pop up. Awesome! So. Oh, thank you so much for joining Bag Talk Session, Jay. I appreciate this was you. A Thanks for me. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for tapping into another Bag Talk Session. We're going to be back at it with another one. Peace. <laughs>